The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. I'm the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Tuesday morning. By the way, uh, give you a little update. Um, Victor and his wife are doing very well. Uh, those of you who used to, who have turned, tuned in on Tuesdays uh, for my time with Victor, uh, they're doing very well. I spoke with him the other day, and uh, they're doing much better. We appreciate, or they appreciate your prayers very much, and uh, he wanted me to communicate that to you. So uh, thank you for that, and they are they're they're getting better. They are on the mend, as he says. So uh, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your concern for Victor. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. If you want to watch the video portion of the show, you can do so at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Just scroll right down there on the right. You can see the face that's made for radio. And uh, also you'll be able to watch the visuals and uh, see the other things that I'm going to be showing in this episode. Those guys, you guys who are listening on Red State Talk Radio, if you if you want to do that, that's up to you. If you want to keep listening, that's fine. All of this you'll still be able to hear. You can also check out the live video feed on my Twitter account, FPP Tim. Uh, our Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. Beforeitsnews.com, we're hosted there. Thank you, Michael Roach, for that. 6 a.m. every weekday morning, 8 a.m. on Saturday mornings, and then 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Saturday, Bradley's on in the afternoons there at BeforeIt'sNews.com. And then also DLive.TV, The Sons of Liberty. You can also catch us on Spreely Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.Life at Sons of Liberty and Sons of Liberty Media. If you'd like to call in any time, you got a comment, you got a question, I, I'll have an answer. It might not be the right one. <laughs> it might be, I don't know. Uh, but you're more than welcome to do so. Let's stick to the topic that we're going to have today uh, that we're going to be dealing with. You're more than welcome to call 215-867-8255, 215-TOP-TALK, those of you who are watching uh, via v any of these platforms that we're putting the video portion out, that's right there at the bottom uh, right of your screen, and you're more than welcome to call in, I'll take your call, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about what's going on. Now, today's subject is the police state will hunt you and anyone you've had contact with over COVID-19, Okay. Something they're padding the numbers on. Something they're lying to you about. I think they're even lying to you about the origins. Okay, that's just me. You said, but we have to trust our government. <laughs> okay, all right. You know, it, if that is you, 
then for the viewing audience, this is what I have to say for you. If you worship at the altar of the state, don't be mad when they sacrifice you. And it says government is not your friend. Now, I think good government is your friend because it is it shows you a mercy by punishing evildoers. And that's the one thing being left off in this administration of making America great. It's all about the money. It's all about economy. It's not about justice. That's the one thing we're not seeing. We're seeing people who have been uh, convicted of crimes let go. We're seeing, not just out of this administration, but governors who are releasing criminals. Look, some of them I don't think should have been in jail in the first place. I think these nonviolent crimes, you, and, and I don't think anybody should be in jail in the first place. If you're a murderer, you get a dirt nap. That's what your punishment ought to be. That ought to be justice. Forcing somebody else to keep you up for the rest of your life is not justice. It's an injustice to both the criminal and to the people that you're robbing to keep those people up, to keep this little facade going of the prison system. So I've got my own views on that, but what I'm saying is, is they're willing to let people out all in the name of COVID-19, coronavirus, and all this other stuff while infringing on your liberties. You are the ones under attack, America, and I don't know how long it's going to take for people to actually wake up to that. Let me give you, for instance, I'm going to start the show off with this. Now, this came out, at least I got the information yesterday. You remember the police officer that I played the other day, because it was a good story. And he sat in his car, and I didn't know where he was from, but I found out that he's from Seattle. And uh, he spoke out. He spoke out against uh, the governors and the mayors and the feds and all these other people saying, you're going to wake a sleeping giant, you keep pushing this thing. And you're not going to like the war that you get, a literal war on the streets. Now, I don't know what it'll take because people were asking yesterday, well, how long do we resist him? How, you know, how far do we resist that? Well, our founding fathers did it to the point of sharing their own blood, but they always did it in a defensive posture. They weren't uh, those like uh, the, un the Weather Underground, uh, you know, Barack Obama's buddies who went and set up bombs and, and blew people up, or were attempting to blow people up. Fortunately, uh, for many of the servicemen at that time, uh, what's the guy's name? Ah, I forget his name. He, he wrote Obama's book, uh, but I can see him in my mind. He's the professor. I'm getting old. I guess I forget some of these things. But they had set up to, do, to blow up these guys. I think it was like a hundred of the military guys. Uh, at some dance or something, and his girlfriend accidentally blew herself up along with some other people. Good. They got what they deserve, you know? It's like the Islamists who go over there and they, they have their little training session. They blow each other up. Good. It means we don't have to deal with them. But here's a guy who was calling them out and saying, this is what's going to happen. And then he called his fellow police officers out and he says, what are you doing? We don't have the authority to trample over people's rights. Now, one of the interesting things was this guy said, he said this right here. He said, I think I'm in agreement with, you know, those who I serve under. Well, apparently not, because this young man got fired. And he's got a little video out. It runs about eight, nine minutes. And I want to let him tell you the story here. So we're going to do that here at the first part to kick this off, because this is about the police state. And you know what? They'll shut down their own if their own speak out against them, too. Here's this, here's this young man, this police officer who courageously spoke out. And uh, I want you to listen to what he has to say caught up to speed on what's going on in my life i've been getting a lot of questions and uh figured i'd just make a second video and and answer some of the things that i've been receiving i first wanted to say i'm 
humbled by the response that my video got. It's been viewed millions and millions of times. People all over the country have been calling me, texting me, sending me emails, comments, and uh, the overwhelming majority of it, of it has been positive. And so I think that's pretty cool because my whole thought process on making that video was trying to bridge the gap between law enforcement and the public. And I've seen both sides with open arms willing to embrace that. And I think that's a step in the right direction. So that's pretty cool. One thing that I've seen come up over and over in the comments and I've been an email sent to me is, are you gonna get in trouble? What, what happened to you? Or is there any discipline being, being uh, or any discipline taking place? And so I figured I'd, I'd take a chance and give you a little synopsis of the last three days of my life after posting that video. Um, so I posted the video on Tuesday, was it May 5th? And it, it took pretty, you know, it took a day or two before it really started getting a lot of traction. But the next morning when I woke up on the 6th, it was only, I think it was only at a few thousand views. And I had received a message from my command saying, wow, Greg, what a powerful message. We agree with that 100%, well done. And that was actually a relief for me because I was like, great, you know, I know that it's risky putting something out like that, but I felt like it was so grounded in integrity and liberty that no one would have an issue with it. So that was, that was a relief. And then fast forward three hours later, I get another phone call from my command and it said, hey, hey Greg, the video's up to 400,000 views. It's time to pull the plug on this thing. And I immediately, it, it kind of caught me off guard because I said, why would, why would we want to pull the plug on something that was already acknowledged as a good and powerful message from one law enforcement officer to others? And uh, I said, yeah, that doesn't really make sense to me. I think maybe we should embrace this message and we should share this with other officers. And he said, listen, you know, it's not up to me. I have been directed to tell you to take the video down and I need to know if you're gonna take the video down. And I, I said, no, I can't take the video down because if you listen to my first video, the whole message that I was trying to share with people and impart on them is if you believe in something in your heart, you have to stand by that conviction, even if it costs you everything. And like I said last time, I have three little kids. I have this house, I have another house. I cannot afford to lose my job. But after putting that message out there and sharing that with America, and it was so well received, I can't then just say, even though that's what I believe, I'm gonna take a step back, I'm gonna retract my words, and I'm gonna allow my command to prevent me from sharing my heart and my truth. And I said, so with that, with that in mind, sir, I can't take the video down. And, uh, you know, I didn't know where this was going to go. And I immediately started thinking about what are they going to try and gig me on? You know, what did I do wrong? What policy did I violate? And, uh, I got called back a couple hours later and by this time it was skyrocketing. Everyone in the agency was seeing it. Cops from when I was a, an officer down in Los Angeles, they were contacting me. I got a call and it said, listen, the video needs to be taken down right now and you need to accept a letter of reprimand. Or we're gonna take a very different approach to this if you say no again. Well, I'd already put myself on that hill and I had to, I'm, had to be willing to die on that hill. They said they determined the video was a violation of policy and uh, 
that if I wouldn't take it down, that allegations would be made against me and so on and so on. And so I told him, no, I'm not going to take it down. You do what you need to do. But the principle of it is rooted in truth. And it was a positive message that was received by millions and millions of people. If you want me to take it down, I have to, I have to respectfully refuse. And it was interesting because they kept citing different policies you know, like, oh, was the, the social media policy or some of your equipment may have been identifiable. And that kind of seemed like a moot point to me. And it was strange because why was the message okay at 5 a.m. and then three hours later, there was a problem with it. And so I was later contacted by the chief of police. He's someone that I have great respect for. He's a good man to work for. And he's the one that shot me straight and he said, Greg, if you openly defy your governor, you can't be a police officer in the state of Washington. And uh, I told him, I said, you know what? I can respect that. And if I were in your office, I would shake your hand, respectfully disagree, and say, maybe I'm not meant to be a police officer in the state of Washington then. And, and here's my thoughts on that, okay? You have to do your research. You have to figure out what your true north is, what your truth is, and where you stand on issues. For me personally, I, I believe that the Constitution supersedes all other documents, all other laws. There's case law supporting that. If you look at Marbury versus Madison, 1803, it says any laws, any future laws created that are repugnant, meaning in conflict with the Constitution, are null and void. Amen. Amen. So when I look at how I feel comfortable enforcing the law, and I see people exercising constitutional rights, it doesn't matter if there's different executive orders, requests from mayors, requests from governors. For, to me, the constitution supersedes that, and I'm gonna stand with the people. Well, unfortunately, you know, higher up in all agencies, there's a political game being played, and now I am on a administrative leave status pending termination. I was told by both the agency and the union that I was asked to take it down and I refused. So that's refusing a direct order. It's an insubordination charge and it will result in me ultimately being let go from the agency. And I said, you know what, if that's what you guys have to do, if, if that video is so bad that you want to take my career from me and you want to leave my, you know, like potentially take my ability away to provide for my family because of that video, do it. Because I'm gonna stand by my convictions, just like I said in my last video. Um, so yeah, it's weird, you know, how fast your life can change in a week. It's, uh, it's something that I never thought would happen. I never thought that I would make a video that would resonate with millions of people. But you know, my head is held high. I uh, I'm not intimidated or upset by how this played out. Like I said in my last video, man, I fought in the streets of Ramadi during 04 and 05. I came to terms long ago that my convictions and my beliefs may cost me everything up into my life. And even though it's 15 years later and I'm a police officer in Seattle, Washington, that truth still remains for me. So I don't have an option to back down or feel sorry for myself or give in and say, you know what, I got kids and 
I think I'm just gonna take the letter. No, if they wanna do me like this for standing up for liberty, they can do that. Uh, I'll leave you guys with this. Um, you know, it's on to the new adventure for me. I've been, I've been doing different things my whole life and uh, I'm actually excited to tell you the truth. Uh, if you know of anyone accepting resumes, hit me up because I might need it in the near future. But, uh, you know, I've always wanted to circumnavigate the globe on a sailboat. So maybe it's time to chase that dream. Anyways, I appreciate all the support, guys. Take care. Ha. <laughs> uh, well, Greg, we appreciate you very much. And I, I tell you, people, one of the things about Greg is, is that, yeah, he didn't cite the, the thing about the creator giving the rights. I, I get that. I know some of you made that point. And I get it. But the fact of the matter is he stood with the people. And the principle that he stood on is a biblical principle, whether he believes in it or not. I, I don't I don't know if he's a Christian. I, I don't know any of that. But he did the right thing. Now, here's the thing for us. Are we going to stand with Greg? Greg's got kids he's got to take care of. Are we going to stand with him? He's got a GoFundMe page. Now, the video that I originally had yesterday... Oh, he does. Okay, so here's the thing. Let me Let me just put this up real quick. Greg Anderson, this is his name. This is his GoFundMe page. <laughs> I'll bet the people in uh, the, these police in Seattle are soiling their britches over this, okay? Almost $200,000 have been given to him uh, because of his stand. D do you get that? Sometimes when you stand, nobody notices. And then other times when you take a stand, everybody notices. You want to help Greg out? Um, support for Officer Anderson. Just put in support for uh, support Officer Anderson. Go fund me. Okay, you'll find it there. Okay. And there's a Jessica McLaughlin who organized this. Now I I st I'm starting out the show with this. I know the show is about the police. Say this is the guy who was calling him out. He was called. What did he say? That was unlawful. Most of you who, you guys who, who faithfully follow the Sons of Liberty on, in the morning here, you heard when I played the video the other day, everybody gives me a hard time for pointing out bad cops. Okay? Bad cops. Not good cops. And I highlighted Greg Anderson here. I highlighted him because what he did was he referred to the law, he referred to our founding documents, and he said it was good. His own superiors said it was a good thing what you did, Greg. And then they came back. I can tell you where it came from. It came straight from the governor's office. All right? And just let, just for the record, let's pull in the governor. This criminal himself. Jay Inslee. Here's how you can contact Jay Inslee. We need to inundate him and his office. We need to make their voicemails burn up. I'm not telling you to do it, but that's what we need to do. Governor Jay Inslee. 360-902-4111. 360-902-4111. If you want to fax something to him, fax all day, that's fine. Make their paper run out. 360-753-4110. 360-753-4110. You see, this isn't just talk radio, it's do radio. We need to stand up for Greg. Greg's standing up for us, wasn't he? at least the people in his state, or in Seattle there. If you want to write to him, Governor Jay Inslee, Office of the Governor, P.O. Box 40002, Olympia, Washington, 98504-0002. Now, 
<clears throat> I will have this link up to the governor's office and the contact information in the archives this morning. If if you missed all of this, just go to Sons of Liberty Radio, or excuse me, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com later this morning when you find the archive there about the police state. And when you do, click on the link, stand with this guy. I, you know, I don't care if Greg makes a, if people give him a million dollars. This isn't about the money. It is to t- help take care of him, yes. But you know what? People who take a stand like this and are willing to lose their job and they have the integrity to say, you know what, I'm not backing down. You guys stood with me. You're the hypocrites here. This is what Jesus did, folks. You say, what, excuse me, I'm sorry for the people viewing. I hit Lynn Taylor. And, and by the way, Jennifer, Lynn Taylor would be so proud because he cited Marbury versus Madison. It's null and void. The, the commands they're giving him are not policy. This isn't about policy. He was stating the law. He was stating the law, which so many of the representatives in this country don't want to adhere to. Why? Because they're lawless. Jay Inslee is one of them. He's been going after the rights of you people in the state of Washington. I don't know why you haven't tarred and feathered this guy. I just really don't. He's been going after your rights for quite a while now. And now, you can bet your bottom dollar, he's the guy behind this guy getting his paid leave and eventual termination. You can bet your bottom dollar that's what's going on. And I know it's tough on you guys. You know, I was going to say this morning, because somebody mentioned in one of the video comments, they said, don't you have a PayPal? This and Look, go down. If you want to support the Sons of Liberty, that's fine. We appreciate that. We, But our message is not based on the money that we get. In fact, we don't get a lot. But if you want to support us, go down in the description, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, you'll see. You can become a, a, a son or daughter of liberty. You can support us every month, or you can just donate one time. There's a link there for you. But this guy needs to be supported. This is a guy, this is a guy who took a stand for his for the people he serves. Not the people he rules over. I know he said they're our citizens or whatever he said. I know some people nitpicked that. I, I think the guy was trying to communicate a certain message. And the fact was, he knows there's a boundary for law enforcement or police officers or sheriffs or government in full. And we ought to support those kind of people. So if you want to support him, we're going to have that GoFundMe up later in the in the broadcast, or not in the broadcast, but in the archives later on. Now, with that, now let's move to somebody who says something completely different. In the state of California, Ventura County, okay, let's go over here, <clears throat> excuse me, to the Ventura County, um, I believe the guy's name is Dr. Robert Levin. I don't know if he's kin to Mark Levin, but it, there's a part of it, I think, that they're very similar. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. I really do. Both of them are water boys caring for the state. The health director for Ventura County, California. This guy sounds more like uh, Joseph Goebbels out of Nazi Germany than he is a health director. And by the way, I, I just don't see where we ever gave government the authority, and I'm not in California. Maybe you guys could pull that up. I know in South Carolina, we never gave them authority to be dealing with our health issues. 
Never, ever. Zero, nada, none. And the federal government doesn't have it either. This is why it's such a joke that people follow Donald Trump, and you say, well, you're bashing Trump again. Well, he's going in an area he has no business in, just like in education. Cite for me, people. 215-TOP-TALK. 215-867-8255. If you disagree with me, don't troll in our platforms of video and hide behind your keyboard and your screen. Call in. Be a man. Be a woman. Call in. Cite for me article, section, and clause of the Constitution where they have authority to be involved in any of this crap. Because that's what it is. It's crap. Now, my mom wouldn't like me using that word. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's dung, if you want a biblical term. They shouldn't be involved in it at all. Listen to this guy out of Ventura County. All right? Listen to this guy. I, I, because... He's telling you what the president has already told you, and I'm going to back that up here in just a moment. Listen to this guy from Ventura County. Well. More testing. We will find more and more people who have COVID-19. And again, we'll isolate every one of them, and we will find every one of their contacts, and we will make sure that they stay quarantined and we'll check in with them every day. In other words, what this program means is that we're going to do a more complete job and we're going to do a more meticulous job of making it less and less possible for others in the county to run into someone with COVID-19 infection. We also realize that as we find more contacts, some of the people we find are going to have trouble being isolated. For instance, if they live in a home where there's only one bathroom and there are three or four other people living there and those people don't have COVID infection, we're not going to be able to keep the person in that home. Every person who we're isolating, for instance, needs to have uh, their own bathroom. And so their we'll own bathroom? People like this into other kinds of housing that we have available. Their own bathroom? Are, are you kidding me? How many people in this listening audience... Ah, I'm hating my mouse because of what it does. How many people in this listening audience has more than one and a half bathrooms? Two at the most. How many people do? I have a friend. They have. They used to have a big house. I don't know where they're living now. They, they moved out of that house. But they, but they used to host people virtually every night of the week. You know, people who were coming in from town, they're Christians, they want to show hospitality. It was great. Every room in their house had a bathroom. <laughs> it was just crazy. It was crazy. See, in Clinton, <laughs> you're right, man. He is. What in the world? What, what is going on here in Ventura County? We, we have one, but if you have three or four people, you have, according to this guy, you have to have four bathrooms. What does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with anything? If you're living in the same house, how many bathrooms do... The, the illogical gymnastics that these people engage in in order to control you, in order to usurp power, is absolutely astounding. I could say something on this broadcast about this guy, but I'm going to refrain from it. 
because I care about the ministry. I care about Bradley Dean and his name and other things. But I'm going to tell you, in my mind, I think it. And it's probably what some of you people are thinking about what this guy needs. <laughs> okay? He needs some serious justice brought on his head. I mean that. Justice, not vigilanteism, justice upon his head. Because this guy is violating any oath that he ever took to assume the office of health director there in Ventura County. Now, I want to get to this issue because it's very, very important. I wanted to set this up. Here's a guy who lost his job. He's a police officer. He doesn't know anything about health, or maybe he does. I don't, I don't want to assume that. But he's not in a position where he's speaking about COVID-19, coronavirus. He just spoke out against police officers who are arresting people at the beach, arresting people going to the park, um, fining them, all of this kind of stuff. It was tyrannical. And that's what he was calling out. By the way, 215-867-8255, 215-TALK-TALK if you want to call in. Stick to the topic, please. So where is all of this coming from? Where is this guy from Ventura County coming from? We're going to hunt. I mean, look, he didn't use the words hunt down, but that's what he meant. We're going to track you. We're going to hunt you down if we think you're positive for COVID-19. Did anybody else get any other message than that? If you did, you know, put it in the thing. Call in. If you got a different message than that. Well, he's trying to protect people. It's about your safety. Yeah, and so was Nazi Germany. I can't even say it. I'm probably using a bad accent here. It's a Nazi phrase for it's, not, it's for your safety. What did Benjamin Franklin say? And I'm no fan of Benjamin Franklin. I'm really not. I'm really not. But he said this, Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. And people say, well, you take him out of context. The, the, the phrase fits right here. Let me tell you something, folks. Somebody said, oh, well, people don't have a right to die from a virus. Let me tell you something. People die every single day. It happens to every one of us. One out of one people die. Do I justify their deaths, whether it's murder? No, I'm not saying that. But, my, but the fact of the matter is, the same people crying over this stuff will allow almost a million babies a year to be murdered with your tax dollars in this country. Why haven't we stood up for that? Oh, will we go to the, the March for Life thing? Yeah. <clears throat> if you saw it happening at the end of your street, if you saw little babies being killed, or adults for that matter, would you just stand back and say, yep, I'm against that? Or would you go and stop it? I'm just asking you. It's, it's one thing to say with words. It's, one, it's another thing to do with actions. James 2 is very clear about this. Show me your faith by your deeds. Right? Right? Because the devils believe there's a God. I'm just asking you people, what are our actions saying about what we believe? Does it say, well, I can speak strong about this, but when it comes to acting, uh, that's a little bit tougher deal. I, I, I don't want to go and... Okay. 
Okay. If you don't act and you just speak, what do you expect to come from that? What do you expect to come from that? If you, the old vernacular is if you spit in this hand and you wish in this hand, which one gets fuller? Is that a right word? Full faster. <laughs> I don't know. Full faster. Which one happens? Yeah, it's the action, isn't it? It's the action that determines what you really believe. And here's this guy saying, we're going to hunt you down. Well, where does this come from? Well, I'll tell you where it comes from. All of you people who want to jump on the Democrats about this, that, and the other, you can jump on them, rightfully so. I'm not saying you can't. You need to understand one thing right here. At the Sons of Liberty, when it says we're politically neutral, it means we're not a party affiliated. doesn't mean we're neutral on our stand. We're very clear on our stand. It's the law and it's the Bible. And the law comes from the Bible. If you're a person that says, I don't want to hear religion, this, that, and the other, well, then you're not competent, according to your own history, if you want to talk about rights, because rights come from our Creator, and our Creator is the Lord Jesus Christ, John chapter 1, verse 1, the Creator of all things, the book of Colossians tells us. And He is the lawgiver. He's the one who gave it on Mount Sinai. For those of you who are dispensationalists, you want to rip apart Old Testament, New Testament, say God's different in the Old Testament than he is the New Testament. No, he's not. He's the same God. He's just as full of wrath. In fact, more wrath, the book of Hebrews tells us, against those who trample the blood of the Son of God underfoot. Because under Moses, it took two or three witnesses, and under that, there was condemnation. He said, how much more? Under the, uh, for those who trample the blood of the Son of God underfoot. No, folks. Our foundations in the United States of America, our foundations are established by the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the cornerstone of those foundations. He is that. And I'm going to tell you something. Those of you who are buying that this administration is Christian, you need to check yourself. You really need to check yourself. While they give lip service like devils to the fact that they want to worship God, it's their actions you ought to be paying attention to. President Donald Trump, during this phony impeachment hoax that went on a couple of months ago, signed a continuation of the biggest unconstitutional piece of legislation in our history, the Patriot Act. That is to surveil you, the American people. While some of you out there are going on and on, oh, Obama was surveilling Trump. He was surveilling the Trump, Trump administration. He was he, not Trump, the Trump campaign. He was going after all these people. Yes, they were wrong in that. There's no doubt about it. No doubt. I'm not going to sit here and justify that. They were wrong in that, and they should be brought to justice over it. Is this administration, do they have the, um, how shall I say this? Intestinal fortitude to bring about justice? I want to ask you that. It's been almost four years, folks. Oh, well, it's coming, Tim. Q says it's coming. Uh-huh. Now we're hearing we need more investigation. You know, when Hillary, where Hillary is concerned, hasn't James Comey come out and said that? That she's already guilty? I want to show you this. Uh, because I don't want to go, I, you know, and I may end up having to go over the time, okay? So just bear with me, because I've got... I've got a dozen 
tabs open to make this point. And I get off on tangents. I apologize for that. But I've got a dozen tabs open that I want to point out exactly where we're going if the people don't say no to it. If you get behind this administration and you cheerlead it, you're asking for your own destruction. You are. You're asking for your own destruction. This is something I did on April the 11th of this year. White House unelected bureaucrat creates real-time national coronavirus surveillance system under COVID-19 hoax. And I might add to that in violation of the Fourth Amendment. Do you guys remember what the Fourth Amendment is? Do you remember what that is? That, that is the amendment to the Constitution that says no to the federal government about going and doing things like this. The, I mean, it says the right of the people to be secure in their persons. Persons. This is what they're going after. Your person. Houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures, or I might add surveillances, shall not be violated. And no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause. Well, what is that? That's crimes. This is not a health issue. Health issue falls under the 10th Amendment. It isn't their business in the first place. That, as far as, as, far as I'm concerned, doesn't reside with the states either. It resides with the people. You individually, it's your jurisdiction as a person. Supported by an oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. That is Amendment 4. That is what Donald Trump is supposed to uphold. Is that what he's doing? No. He's got his own little Jewish occultic son-in-law, Jared Kushner, creating a task force to create a real-time national coronavirus surveillance system. You want to argue with me?